The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Hump day. Hello, everybody. You are in the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. The two amigos, three amigo Negroes broken up today, but Barry Church is out golfing on behalf of the Dallas Cowboys organization. And as we say that, he just FaceTimed us. He made a bet with me that he would shoot par, at least par on any hole. He called me and said he was shooting for birdie. He missed the next two shots, and now he said it doesn't count. Ah. Now he said it you, you, And you heard it. He trying to save face in front of people out <laughs> okay. there. You know, he's trying to look good out there. You know, he's a celebrity out there, so he's trying to look good on the phone as he's talking about his golf game. You know, but fo- I don't want you to fo- be on fo- I want, Tiger Woods. I don't want you to be on the fence though. Did you hear him? Yes. Okay. He missed it. He missed no it. No longer birdie. He bogey. Okay. Did he did he make it? Did he get the bogey? Or I mean, nah, it didn't matter. Right. After I mean, it didn't matter. Could, after it could be triple bogey. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, quadruple bogey. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. So you know, uh, he was booked. <laughs> yes. Booked by the cow. You can book Barry Church for <laughs> golf golfing experience. You want to feel good about your golf game? Call Barry Church. He'll come out here yanking putts left and right while you sit around here and feel good about yourself taking it to an NFL player. Uh, he is Danny McCray. Long time uh, NFL safety retired. Now he's a member of Survivor Forty One. It is airing tonight at seven o'clock. Wearing his team Danny gear, you too can wear the sweet gear. Tell everybody how they can get hooked up, man. Yeah, man. Just check out my website. That's Shop Team Danny Merch M E R C H dot com, or you can click the link in my bio on Instagram. And order your shirt. Order them quickly. They are going fast. Every time the new episode airs, more people order. Uh, we're not sure if we're going to restock it. So, you know, grab it. And if you want to sign, just put that in the notes and I'll sign it for you and ship it to you. All right. And uh, we got to get your social media numbers up, man. They, 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 listen, first of all, my they, Twitter. My, finish I, I, chewing your gummy bear. I got, Insta- <laughs> first of all, I got Instagram maybe in 2019 once I actually applied for the show, so I hadn't been on Instagram that long. Okay. Um, and usually, uh, us athletes, while we're playing, that's when we get our big following. So on my Twitter, you know, I'm, you know, 30-some thousand, whatever it is, after it got cleaned out. And then, now on Instagram, I'm up to like 4,200, so it's it's going. And my gumbo video on Instagram that you haven't seen, it's, in, you know, like 13,000 views. Okay. Just, just so you know. All right. Good for you. 13,000 views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just gumbo, but it's, it's, it's good looking gumbo, though. All right. All right. He's going to try to downplay my uh, social media followers, man. No, no. no hey, y'all, no. hey, help me out, okay? Here's, help here's, me out. Here's what I'm trying to get to you're on this show. This is the time to get the boost up. So I need you to start giving out the handle more on the show. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's so what I'm leading to. Catch Danny. me on Instagram at Danny McCray 40. You see the blue check is verified. That is me. Same thing on uh, Twitter. Danny DMAC 44. Blue check verified. That is me. On Facebook, you just type in Danny McCray and you might see me. 
Okay, so that is the thank you, Nui. This this is the rub. We've got the show tonight. Follow you on your social media handles. This is the play. Yeah, yeah. See, Nui. See, that's what we get. I book Nui to help me. (laughs) You have a platform through the Dallas Cowboys. This is true. This is true. Let us use it. You have people who are like, oh. Let me follow Danny. So, bam. So, that's it. So, every day we need to be talking about that. So, we're trying to get 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 the numbers up. And then, of course, when people are there, then you can get the merchandise. Come on, baby. Got think, Spe- like, speaking think of, like Jerry. Speaking of, some valued uh, listeners have yeah. ordered merch off of the website. Okay. So, people are listening. Thank you, everybody who's ordered a shirt, everybody who supported me throughout mm-hmm. this Survivor journey. Thank you. It is very much appreciated. So, um, this episode of Survivor, you cannot give us any details. That's a part of the contract. That's fine. But last time, you, you went to, you know, you got to go out there with everybody and sit in the tribal and just, you know, everybody, everybody gets sliced up and, <laughs> and people try to make deals here. My name wasn't mentioned. It wasn't mentioned, but what was that like to sit there and just say, okay, someone's about to go home? I mean, I, I watched that for, what, 20 se- 40 seasons at that time, at that point, right? And I put myself in that seat and to try to wonder how I would be able to to handle it, right? Because the nerves are already going all over the place. You never really know who's saying your name, who's not saying your name. Whatever plan you came in with, it's 99% chance that that's not the plan that everybody else is going with, gotcha. right? So you, you have all this stuff going through your mind. So it was it was nerve-wracking. Um, but I felt like, you know, I, I had played a good enough game to to, to keep myself out of, out of harm's way. And it looked like it worked out that way. All right, so tonight, 7 o'clock, check out Danny McRae on Survivor. And if you miss it, I tell people, go to CBS.com. You can pull it up right there and just watch the show immediately. And, and you know, oh, by the way, go back if you miss any of them. So uh, let's talk about these Dallas Cowboys as they get ready to face the Atlanta Falcons. This is Dan Quinn's old team. Dan mm. Quinn said a lot of nice things. We're like, hey, this ain't time to go down memory lane here. <laughs> um, Matt Ryan has put together a nice season. And I say nice season because – I didn't think it would be a good football team. Losing Julio Jones, your Dan Quinn's gone, you're bringing in a new coach. I didn't, I wasn't a fan of what I thought they had as the running backs in terms of like, hey, how are you going to depend on Mike Davis? So I just thought they had a lot of holes. I didn't think they would be. I, I thought we were talking about a team that may win four games. Well, they've already won four games. Yes. And at the halfway point. So they have hung in there. And so. Vegas says the Cowboys are a nine-point favorite in the football game, and I'm just looking at this saying, you know what, no, no. Last week should show you when they had the Cowboys as a nine-point favorite. This is the National Football League. They get paid to. They don't want to get embarrassed. They're going to face their old coach. And let us not forget, the last time the Falcons were here. Huh, watermelon. <laughs> how that basically led to the demise of Dan Quinn getting fired. Mm-hmm. Big lead, good game by Matty Ice. They blow it. Onside kick. Falcons just basically sit there, watch the watermelon kick spin around. Nobody jumps on it. Cowboys get it, and they go win a football game that they should, probably should not so, have won. So are you saying that uh, you know you would be more nervous if we have a lead in the game at the end of the game versus it being a close game that, you know, based on how the Dan Quinn teams have been, have been playing once they have a lead, a la – Super Bowl last year for yeah. us against uh, Dan Quinn's defense. Um, like, which 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 one would you rather see at the end of the game? I I think last week was a great indicator of the offense really has to do their part. They need to play with the lead. It helps your defense. Um, coming into the season, I thought that 
you predicted a top 10 defense. I did not predict a top 10 defense. I feel like this this defense is helped by the offense from the scoring the offense does. You know, before this game, the Cowboys are averaging 35 points a game at home uh, over the last uh, almost the last year. So if you put 35 up, that puts pressure on the other team. If you're putting up 35 points, you're, you're pretty much winning the time of possession, which means you can keep your defense off the field. I don't think there's defenses at that point in time yet that they can't have a little bit of help. They need to have more help. I thought they did a great job in Minnesota. And, and, and Chargers. Um, yes. And, 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 you know, third downs, they won all day like crazy. They did not win. The, the Cowboys right. defense did not win the third downs at all against Denver. So, and I also go back and think about how the offense didn't do their parts in a couple of fourth down situations. You put your defense out. I mean, there's, this offense has to do its part. It has to help the defense. I, well, I will say this, though. They do. But this was probably one of the worst offensive performances that you could put together. Oh, right? So yeah. they do have to do their part, which is score some points. I don't think they have to score 35 for our defense to be able to be productive as they have been in the past. But you got to do, you got to be able to do something. We've seen that 16, 17 points, just being able to control the ball a little bit and not continuously putting them out there drive after drive with no points on the board and saying, hey, you need to go stop them from scoring or we're going to be in trouble. I think that'll help. But I don't think they need to score 35 for us to be able to be productive moving forward throughout the season because we've been able to turn the ball over. We've been good on third down. We've been a bend but don't break. We've had some people miss some field goals against us. So 35, ah, I, I say somewhere between 20, 2024 would be would be really good for us. Okay, stay, stay there because here, here comes my thought in terms of just what we've seen with the Cowboys and just perception. Cowboys sit up here, go on one of these 75-yard drives, and they're hitting. Then that tells the other team, okay, look, they're they're they're, they're here's CD Lamb catching some. Here, here here's Coop catching some. Now now here's here's Zeke. Now they rolled out here. Don't Schultz. I mean, you start seeing that, and you just see how Dak's moving around, operating. You're the other team. Okay, we we got we got to respond. We got to come back. We we can't let them get rolling. Right. So just that mentality, which they never got to against Denver. Outside of the first drive, where they tried to go down there and go for it, and then it failed. You know those first those first two drives. I thought the Cowboys had something going. They just couldn't finish it. And then when McCarthy decided, no, we're not going to kick a field goal. We're going to, and Denver took it personally. And so then they got rolled. They helped them kind of get rolling. I just think for for them against the Atlanta Falcons, what I'd like to see is get back here, try to put some offensive pressure on them. To let you know that makes Matty. Okay, we got to respond. Um, we got we got to we got to get Cordell Patterson rolling. We've got to go out and do our thing. I also think of this in, as if I'm a defender. Well, I'll ask you this: since you played in the league, if you're a defender, how much do you want this game for Dan Quinn? <laughs> I mean, if they love DQ like I'm loving DQ. Then all you want is this win. This is one that you circle, right? right. You because you know Dan Quinn's not going to go out there and tell his team, "Hey, this one means more to me than the rest of them," right? But they'll be able to tell as he's giving his speeches and as he's going through the film session and he's explaining, "Hey, I know what these guys do best and what they don't do as right. as well." Yeah, they, they're picking up on that, so they want to go win it for their coach, and I think. That's how you, that that is how you know you have good coaches. People probably want to go out there and play good for Keller Moore. The entire team at this point, I believe, wants to go out and get this win for Dan Quinn, which shows you how respected he is uh, throughout the locker room. I remember Rich Basaccia. He's he's that same kind of guy. Joe DiCamillo, yes. same kind of guy where if you went and you played a former team of theirs where they felt like they got done wrong or they felt like they got fired and they shouldn't have, 
then, yeah, we got a little bit more fire under us to make sure that we go out there and get that win for them. Okay, and I'm glad you raised that because that, that was my feeling. Is it, hey, look, you're going to want to go out here and get this thing for DQ. This is going to be a game you want to win, and you don't want two losses in a row at home, and you played so badly last week. So, so there's a lot of things, I think, that are going in favor of the Cowboys to, to get a win, but I just caution fans to not to get in the thought process like, we got into last week when we made our own picks. Uh, <laughs> they about to come up here. They about to wipe Denver uh, off the field, yeah. and, and that just you know we, we can forget. Guess what? It doesn't happen in the National Football League, and it was that way that Sunday. It wasn't just the Cowboys, man. It was other teams that are good football teams taking L's. And you just look at the Atlanta Falcons, who went into the Superdome in New Orleans and got a W. Yep. So I mean, Trevor Simeon, but it's cool. Yeah, but they but they won the game. They won the game. They've been rolling. Matty Ice has been playing well. Cardero Pass. Oh my goodness. The guy, we talked about it. When you so in the league, right, there are players who hit their first team and then they just blossom, right? They're they are exactly what you expected them to be. Then there are players who kind of slowly move along. They might go from team to team before they find their home. Chris Carr. And, and they yeah, and then they get a coach or a staff or a system that fits them. Patterson is that guy. Sure. He's been all around. He's been kickoff returner, uh, the running back, receiver. And now he's doing all of that with Atlanta, and he's doing it all at a very high level. No longer can be called an X Factor. He is a player in the league that you have to plan and scheme for pretty much on all phases, right? <laughs> all phases of, of the offense. I look at him and I think of what Devin Hester could have been more of if people were willing to use him in that fashion. Absolutely. You played with Devin Hester. Yeah. No, no, I didn't play. I played against him. He wasn't there when I was there. Was he already in Atlanta? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was already was gone Atlanta, when I got there. Atlanta, but, but I played against him many times, and it was it was that though. Like, cause you, the defensive coaches had to plan for him, and then we also had to see him again when I went into the special teams meeting. So you were getting ready for this guy. They have this 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 unreal type of ability to be elusive and, and break tackles and, and see holes in a different way because. That, that's just the talent that, that was given to them. Yeah, he, he's an offensive pressure player. The same way I think of Micah Parsons as a defensive pressure player. Uh, one of the biggest misconceptions, and, and, and I blame myself for this during the draft process, I just thought, hey, he's a linebacker. He's not a linebacker. He's a pressure player. Because what was Ladane, uh, not Ladane, uh, What was Lawrence Taylor? He was a pressure player. Yeah. Linebacker just doesn't do justice to what that guy did on the field. And I feel like with Micah Parsons, doesn't do justice. Junior Seau, he was another one of those. It just didn't do justice to all he brought you to the football field. Well, I don't – I don't listen, and, and as you look at the Hall of Fame ballot, sometimes I don't think that's even fair, right? Because DeMarcus Ware is labeled as a what? Linebacker. What do you look at DeMarcus Ware as? Pressure player. <laughs> Edge rusher, pressure player. Pressure player. So I think, I think the label, as the game is, is, has gone in different directions and defensive coaches have been able to come up with different schemes and different ways to, to maximize the potential of certain players, I think that the label has been kind of removed. DeMarcus Ware to me is a pressure player, game changer, edge rusher and, for the most part. And, and, the, and one of the beauties for a guy like Ware is – he has the statistics on his side of the sacks. Top 10 right. in NFL history in sacks. Super Bowl winner. That's going to be a check mark for him, which gets him into Canton. The question is, when? Right. This year's the first ballot. There are going to be several voters who do not consider him a first ballot guy. It's just how it is. You know, I, I'm sorry. People may not like that. Well, if he's, a, you know, if he, why, if he's good enough this time, why is he good that? I'm sorry, it's just how some people vote. Right. But it is just a matter of when 
for DeMarcus Ware. Also, what I have not done in terms of looking at his ballot yet is who else is there. Because sometimes there's this pecking order. I go back to about six, seven years ago when they had this receiver log jam of Andre Reid, Chris Carter, Michael Irvin, Tim Brown. It was this thing. And I think Tim was the last one to get in, which was yeah. hard on him. Yeah. Like, I mean, what made that guy so? So. I mean, we saw Drew Pearson. We saw this. We saw this with Drew. So I don't know if there are any defensive players that may be on this ballot coming up that people look to say, okay, this one needs to get in. Just missed the last time. All that kind of stuff does factor in. In a class, and I don't know who else is up. I, I, the, the names that I can remember off the top of my head, because like I was I was around playing against those guys. Where I think like Takeo Spikes is on there, Patrick Willis is on there. Is uh, I'm not gonna say say I, I I can't remember, but it's 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 some tr- like really true linebackers. As uh, I saw Sean Lee uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, as he's coming here to review the film of the linebackers, and he did a good job of differentiating what they were, right? So DeMarcus Ware, linebacker. He said Michael Parsons is probably one of the best stack linebackers that he's seen play as far as be able to line up behind the defensive line and read the the pulling guards or read the tackles. He's a stack linebacker who can also rush the passer, who can also blitz, but also is able to play that second level of the defense. So he's a stack linebacker. DeMarcus Ware, to me, in my eyes, is more of – a rushing, a rushing type of yeah, linebacker, and a guy that you have yeah, on and, the outside, and a three-four, yes, and a guy that you have on the outside here. So it's 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 just a lot that goes in there. And I'd also there's going to be five. There's basically going to be five modern day players who get in into the hall this year. And what can hurt you at times is when you have the surefire guy. For instance, Brett Favre. Right. Brett Favre comes up. That's four spots because Favre's getting one, and then it's harder on defensive guys to get in too. You're normally going to get at least one in, and sometimes two. Three is a lot, but it just comes that thing of just this whole who else is around you. You just want a lot of Cowboy fans to look at, hey, look, man, the guy was a Hall of Fame player. Just put him in. I'd like to tell you it's that simple, but it's really a complicated process, and some of it's just unfair, and some of it makes you want to pull your head out, but this is what it is. It's like trying to pass a bill through Congress. It's a whole lot of stuff you got to get to. Hey, uh, something else I want to get to right here is what does this defense need to um, do to rebound this week? What do you need to see from Dak Prescott? Also, we got the power rankings that are starting to come in here. The Cowboys were 3-2 and two in certain power rankings last week. Tumbling time, tumbling time. Let's get into it with Danny McCray, former Cowboys safety. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com on Dallas Cow- Cowboys.com radio. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing. The star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. Rowdy's holiday deliveries are now available. Spread the joy this holiday season with surprises and exclusive gifts from your favorite mascot. Book your holiday delivery today at DallasCowboys.com slash Rowdy. Those mascots across, across the country, Danny McCray, they are in demand. I know. They are in <laughs> demand. And I was very surprised about how much Philly Fanatic is making cash and Rowdy. I mean, uh, the Mavs, Mavs, man. I mean, man, this is good business for these teams. When you think about how much kids like, mas- like, like mascots or people who host parties like mascots. Mm-hmm. Rowdy's at our camps. We host our camps. Rowdy is there. He's running the kids out. The parents love to see Rowdy. The kids love uh, having them throw the ball to him. Rowdy's a big deal. We just left the golf tournament. Rowdy's out there riding the golf court uh, saying hey to all the uh, participants that are out there. It's a big deal. Rowdy has his own van. Did you know that? No. Rowdy has his own yes. Rowdy yes. van here yes. with the cow. So you got to be making some type of money to be able to say, hey, what, this guy needs his own van so he can go do his own appearances and bookings and all that stuff. So I used to know Rowdy. I used to know, <laughs> okay. I used to know Rowdy back okay. in the day. But, okay, so yes, yes. But it's just still, all right, hey, you need a Rowdy at your Christmas party. He's available. It just... <laughs> Rowdy's getting booked. If you work for the Cowboys, you can get booked. (laughs) You work for the Cowboys, you can get booked. That's Barry. He's here. He got booked. Barry was booked, okay? Knew you next. Just saying. Hey, man, look. (laughs) Book me. He's like, book me. (laughs) I I, I don't normally check the reads. Chris Chris Beam sends me the reads, and I just like, Rowdy, okay. Hey. There you go. Book him. Knew he's ready to get booked. Y'all book him. He'll come with his driver and everything. Yes. He has a driver. Yes, he's going to come in with his UNC Pembroke jersey on, <laughs> with his Q-Dog boots, it, it, the gold ones that he's, <laughs> he got. He's going to come dressed and ready with his notebook and all that, ready to help you out in your future of journalism. No. Your future of hosting. No, 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 no. no. Your future of whatever it is that Newey Scruggs is great at, which is a she lot of things. Sell your product for you. Sell yes. your product for you. You want them to read your, your product? You want them to be the read man? You want them to be on your TV show? Good. You're the survivor guy. You're right. that guy. This is true. You're for the now. survivor guy. Okay, so, so um, by the way, Cowboys, Falcons, this game's at Jerry World. 
No way am I calling this a must game, but this is a game you need to bounce back from. This is a game where this team, with what they've done, and for seven weeks in a row, they won six games. All seven of those football games, they were in until the final gun. Tampa Bay, you lost basically right there at the end. This is the first time where you've played a stinker. So how do you how do you respond? This is the great test for them as a team. Uh, this is a great test for the coaches. I'm looking forward to it. So, Danny, in your opinion, how does this defense rebound from the third down extravaganza that basically the Denver Broncos had? They just kept converting, converting. That's how you win in this league. And the fact that, oh, by the way, they ran it down their throat. Listen, you, you're going you're gonna to be upset with me for, 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 for going off topic here because you brought up the Tampa Bay game. Okay. And then you were like, we were just right in it to the end. We lost. We missed the kick, extra point, and a field goal. Four points. Yes. I sent you a tweet yesterday. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I couldn't go without like you know somebody's on the COVID list. That guy. You know, Greg the legs on the COVID list, man. So if you want to talk about close games and trying to figure out what you should do in the situations that Mike McCarthy decided not to kick field goals in last week, now it gets a little bit more tricky. I mean, Zerline didn't have any work. He didn't have any work last week. They didn't kick. They didn't kick an extra point. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you know, now he's on the list. So now we now we have the now we got a kicker issue, right? So I'm just you know I just had to go there because like now what do we do? Then we we bring it in Maher. We bring it in Maher. Right? I, I, Maher and then the other guy they had um, on the practice squad for a minute. Chris, I can't pronounce his name. Chris Bean, how do you pronounce his name? I don't know. Okay, okay, no one knows, but he's the kick. He's the other kicker that was on the practice squad. That so dude. yeah, just saying, you know, uh, the one game that we lost came down to. Uh, if if they know. sign him, then you know, you know, if he's coming up to the active roster, I'll have to go ahead and break down. Yeah, yeah. What's the pronunciation <laughs> guy? What, gotta, what's the pronunciation you guy? Figure it out. Uh, and hopefully they sign that. I, 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 you should want no parts of Brett Maher. I, I heard that. I was like, what? What really? Hey, no. Man. Hey man, Fossil knows what he's doing. Okay, he knows what he's doing. You know, especially with the kickers. But let's get back to okay. What what does what does the Dan Quinn defense need to do to rebound from that that horrible performance that was yes. not helped out by the offense, but the horrible performance we had specifically in the run game last week? We need to make sure that we secure the edges on the defense. We was it was too many runs. Okay. I think he said we had six explosive runs. I'm not sure how many of those were outside right. Outside left, but those were the ones that were evident where you were looking and you say, Hey man, what is the end doing? Or if he's inside, then what is the linebacker who's supposed to be getting over the top doing? Because each time they got to the outside, it was 10, 12 yard gain. And and it, it just made you look like you were getting gassed. Now some of those were inside, but I think the main thing you need to do right now, secure the edges for the run game and put some pressure on Matt Ryan. Because what we know about him is he does give you the opportunity to take the ball away from him sometimes. And we need to get back to getting those turnovers. It doesn't have to be Trayvon Diggs. It doesn't have to be super aggressive. But play your coverage, read your responsibilities, and let Matt Ryan throw the ball to you. Play discipline. I think we'll be okay. But if we don't stop the run, as we always say, if you do not stop the run, then the offense has options to do whatever they want. So the first thing we need to do is get that run defense tightened up. Dak Prescott. Had his worst game of the year. Was that of his career? I don't hey, well, be, before you get to the last two touchdowns. I, I, I won't say his career. I was, just, I was getting ready to say it, and I, and I started to say, no, no, make sure I'm fair when I say that. I don't know how much he was off because he hadn't played. I don't know how much he was off because 
maybe there were some issues with the cap. He said no, but you played this game. You know, a lot of guys aren't going to tell you what's going on wrong with him. We know Amari Cooper's not 100%, but he's like, yeah, I'm as good as I need to be. I'm going to go where I need to go. So I'm not Mm going to use that as an excuse. But last week we know that's not the player we're used to seeing. So how did Miami? What does he do this week? It's, you're just trying to get back and see how he can, uh, how he can get back to being Dak. No, no. This is why Dak doesn't get that excuse for me. Okay, and I'm glad he accepted and said, "Hey, man, I didn't play well enough." Okay. But we also know that there were outside circumstances outside of the quarterback position, which is him getting rushed all day. There was pressure on Dak all day. The yes. running game was there a little bit, but we had gotten behind and we had to play a different way. We had drops from the receivers, drop from drops from the running backs, Tony Pollard. Um, so I think that played into it. Okay. But we've seen Dak be able to go without real game reps, which was the entire preseason. He did get some practice in, but he had. Pretty much gone over a year, almost almost a year without playing in uh, game time rep, getting game time reps. What did we see against Tampa? Went out there and carved him up. Yes, looked like he hadn't missed a step. Had okay, missed. so I don't think that the bye week and the calf will make him look as bad as he did before they started to try to score those two uh, in, in the game touchdowns to get their two minute stuff in. So I think it was just a combination of things. He didn't play well. Offensive line did not play well. Defense was getting ran on, so they weren't getting the opportunities that they usually get. We weren't getting the, the turnovers, and we wasn't stopping them on third down and giving Dak more opportunities. And we, for some reason, we were like we were going three and out, so they couldn't even get in the rhythm. So I think, like I said, I'm going to continue to say, I think it was that game. I think that game for the team as a whole was just an off bad game. Not because of the bye week that Dak had, but just because it was he was just off. Okay. You and I are right there together in that. Uh, I think it's just, just an off week. You're going to have you said, you're not going to play 16 or 17 great games. It's just not how the National Football League works. Aaron Rodgers, we saw a game one for him. It just doesn't work that way. Stafford. Stafford. Um, Josh, Allen, Josh Allen. You know, um, car, like, car, like it happens. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yes, I'm Derek, glad it all happened in the same week. Derek, Derek Carr has had it this year, so so it'll be there. I, I'm just not going to sweat it out on, on Dak Prescott from there. Jerry Jones yesterday spoke about um, the injury to Tyron Smith, and, and right now he's he, he doesn't know. So I would just simply say this. Not knowing means – and, and they brought this out. Look for and Jerry said, look for Steele back to left tackle. So your your thought process of moving Lel Collins over to left is probably not going to happen. So let Terrence Steele back at left tackle, Collins at right. If Tyron Smith cannot go, sorry man, it's just going to be what it, it's just going to be what it is. This is what Joe Philbin wants. If anybody out here has PTSD from watching that Atlanta game that we continue to bring up with my man Claiborne, had a field day with Chaz Green and then a field day with. Who who else was it? Byron By- Bell. Byron Bell had a had a Byron straight field day with these guys. I like we're playing Atlanta, and I'm starting to see it again. Tyra Smith out of the game. What are we gonna do at left? And we had a preview of what it could possibly look like at left when we played Denver last week. So I just I, you know I'm just I'm just not of the mindset of that is 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 our best mix and match for the offensive line with these injuries. And I think that you'll see uh, 78 and 87 lined up uh, next to each other out there on the football field, which is 87 is Jeremy Sprinkle. So you're going to see a tight end out there, and you're going to see some help. That's that's just what I'm expecting right now. 
Yes, I mean, yeah. If, you, if you're going to put still at left, yes, help him. Help him. But I think, I, one, I'm still going back to fairness. The man earned a spot. He should be over there playing left. And if you're going to help somebody, put Leal out there and give him help. If you're going to dedicate help to, the, help to the left tackle, at least have your right tackle playing to the best of – like have your best right tackle out there. And Terrence still, based off what we saw last week from uh, LC, was playing better than Collins. So put Leal at left and, 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 and give some help, man. And, and once again – I hear what you're saying. This comes down to their coaching Absolutely. philosophy. Absolutely. This is their coaching philosophy and what they want to do. They got six wins right now. I can't really argue with it. If it goes bad against the Falcons, then you're definitely going to have to go revisit it because I go back to last year when several people in the media, and we talked about it on this very show, said, hey, look, between Steele and Brandon Knight, you might be better putting Zach Martin at tackle. No, that's fantasy football. You don't need to do it. They ended up putting him at right tackle, ended up winning a football game, ran the ball well that day. So you could very well be right, but it's going to take, based on what we see with these coaches, it's going to take a few games that where it doesn't go the right way before they look to make a change. Let, let me tell you something. The only time that we, I believe that we've had really, really dominant teams is when, is when our offensive line has been intact. And we've had the best mix and match of guys being at the right position. And we started the season off that way. We started the season off with the perfect mix and match, in my opinion. We protected. No, well, listen. We pro- for what Zach we, for, was out that game. For, okay. For what we have at our tackle position, I'm sorry. And then we had Zeke picking up the blocks, helping out, uh, helping the O-line because we knew Ty Bowles was going to come with the blitzes. But we did not have those same deficiencies at the left and right tackle. When we have had issues – is when we've had when we had these deficiencies at left and right tackles, injuries, our starters not being in there. We look like a, a totally different team. And last week, we looked like a totally different team. And it's not going to be good for us if we if we go out there and do the same thing again. All right, let's uh take a break. When we come back, your LSU compadre is trying to find a new football team. We'll talk about the three choices and power rankings. A couple of them are out there. Where have the Dallas Cowboys slipped to from being number two and number three in some uh, power rankings last week to now? Danny McCray, New East Scruggs. Our guy Barry Church is out at a Cowboys golf event doing his thing. He got hired out, so he went and showed his appearance and uh, mm-hmm. trying to beat Tiger Woods out there. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Organic pumpkin smoothies are back at Smoothie King with at least 13 grams of protein each and five options to choose from. It's easy to find a favorite to help you reach your goals, like the new Keto Champ Pumpkin. Packed with a whopping 23 grams of protein and nine net carbs, it's a quick and nutritious meal on the go. So order online or through the app for pickup or delivery and power up with pumpkin and protein. Official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. 
where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Celebrate 60 years of America's sweethearts as we take you back through the glitz and glamour of the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders. The official 2021 Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders edition of the Star Magazine is complete. It's got the complete history of the often imitated, never quite equal Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash star to get yours today. Danny McCray, Newey Scruggs, right here on the Players' Lounge. Barry Church, our third running buddy, is out today playing golf. The Cowboys are uh, having be him nice. hang out with uh, sponsors and be a celebrity. And uh, so Barry said, yeah, I'm out, guys. Must, must be nice. We got, we got Newey out of studio yesterday. You know, Barry out of studio today, not even, but not even on camera, so not even in attendance. Gotcha. You know, and then you know, I'm I'm here all week. Catch me here all week. There you go. Power rankings are out. Um, just gonna go with two. We, we usually go about three or four. I'm just gonna put two out here today. Um, one from my one of my favorite guys, Rick Goslin. Rick Goslin uh, has Arizona one, Tennessee two, Tampa Bay three, Baltimore four, the Rams five. Green Bay 6, Dallas falls from number 3 all the way down to number 7. ESPN's power rankings. Arizona 1, Tennessee 2, Green Bay 3, the Rams 4, Tampa Bay 5, Baltimore 6, the Cowboys are now 7. The loss to Denver's got a whole lot of folks saying, hmm, we don't like what we're seeing from the defense. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I I cannot disagree with it uh, specifically because a lot of those other teams actually played a lot better than we did uh, <laughs> this past okay. week. Um, Arizona d- deserves to be there. They, what they, they lost one game. They rebounded off the losses they had. So no Kyler Murray yeah, last week. Yeah. So so good for them. Uh, Green Bay played without like of all the teams that had a bad week last week and lost the good teams. Green Bay Green Bay played without Aaron Rodgers. Um, Tennessee so, moves up to number two in both. <laughs> let me tell you something. Tennessee is rolling. Tennessee is rolling. Can't really say anything about them at this point because when they lost Derrick Henry, I was on the show saying uh, that the Colts should go get a player because now they have a real shot at winning a division. And then I watched Tennessee play, and I was like, you know what? They probably should just fold it up and, and wait Be- and wait and wait to wait till next year. Beat up that Rams offensive line, and to me, and I see how the Rams are still ranked as a top five team. I'm sorry, in the playoffs, bad offensive lines get exposed. Which is why they should be ahead of us. <laughs> because what our offensive line showed last week was, I don't think it was worse than uh, what, what the Rams offense showed. They put up some points at least. I mean, they got a pick six and all that stuff, but I still think they look better than we did against Denver. You you disagree? I'm looking at the overall offensive line. Just I just don't think long-term what they have is going to be Especially if you've got a defensive line like Tennessee, 
I think you can go ahead and, and beat this Rams football team because what they did to them, and, and, and obviously everybody doesn't have a Jeffrey Simmons, but if you can get yourself some push up the middle, you'll be good. And I say this, if I'm Dan Quinn and I can get back Brent Urban, I can get back Tristan Hill, I can get back Neville Gallimore to go along with the guys I've already got, I feel real good going up against the Rams. I mean, but you said it, though. You, the same thing you said with Denver. Everybody, everybody doesn't have the tools that Fangio had. Yes. <laughs> All right. So correct. You know, just because those guys come back, they're not going to be the same. Like it's not going to be Vita Vea. It's not going to be Hargraves. We're not sure if it's going to be that. But those are the players where you say, all right, if you want to really cause some noise in the middle of somebody's uh, offensive line, those are the guys that you're naming. Um, but we just really did look bad last week. I think we deserve to drop. Uh, we look bad literally on. Okay, two and a half phases. Okay. Uh, the, the punt block would make us look bad on on special teams, but we look we look really really bad. So yeah, it, I mean, and that's fine. And the rankings are the rankings. We have another chance to to climb them as as the season goes yeah, on. That, as well. That's just my concern about the Rams. And obviously, when you you don't have draft picks and you spend the kind of money you do, you fall short someplace. You're going right. to have a, a weakness with your football team. And Tennessee just went after it. And I was just surprised that it just kept happening the whole game. I mean, just the whole game. I mean, Matt Stafford just did not look like Matt Stafford. And that's you – know, when you're getting chased, it's hard. It's hard. So, when I looked at that, I just said, mm, boy. Just tell by the you. time you get to By the time you get to January – because it's not like they're going to be able to go out here and go sign anybody. Right. I mean, what they've got is what they've got. This is – if you want to say, hey, here's a deficiency on this Rams team, it's the offensive line. And we saw it in the Super Bowl. Okay, if you've got some holes in the offensive line, it's going to be hard to win. I go back to when the Giants upset that Patriots team. You know, they, they had a great front four that could get home, and they caused problems for Tom Brady at the middle. So, 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 okay. So let's say Tyron Smith doesn't come back this season. Whose offensive line is better? Cowboys. You think so? Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't. I'm not sure. Because I'm Cow- not sure. The Cowboys still have Zach Martin. They do. You have you have Collins. Okay. I, I mean, just based, based, based off the okay. fact that he's played two games, right. he played two games this season, and one of the games that he played, he did not look, he did not look very well. To the fact that we're over here looking at, well, me in my mind, I'm like, we should probably put Steel, who is our best right tackle at this point, over to the right and Leo to the left and give some help. Your five are better than their five. Even if you want to minus Tyron Smith, your five are still better than the Rams' five. And, my opinion. That's my which opinion. is which which is fine. My which opinion. is fine. But and and the thing is, they're both six and two football teams. So. uh so I said I'm just looking. I'm just looking playoffs where yeah. I have a concern. No, I got you. Now, before we get out of here, your LSU compadre, Odell Beckham Jr. Nobody wanted to pick up the salary of 15 or 16 million dollars, whatever it was. 100% understand that. So he's now down to uh, three football teams. Two of them are teams I spoke about. So it is the Kansas City Chiefs, the Green Bay Packers, and the New Orleans Saints. The Saints tried to make a trade for him before the deadline. It did not work out. So where do you see the best fit for him at the amongst these three teams? Green Bay. If he he said the thing that he really cares about is being on a team that is a contender, mm-hmm. and New Orleans, you know, bless him. But right now they have a quarterback problem. Um, they lost Jameis Winston. He's out for the season. So if you are going to sign a one-year deal, a play-it deal, so you can show that their team should still pick you up and pay you that big money, I don't think New Orleans is that place. Green Bay, you're going to play with Aaron Rodgers. For whatever he is uh, right now, he's going to be uh, back on the field. And him and Devontae Adams, I think that is a, a scary mix. Uh, put that in with Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. 
I think you're automatically making them a better team. Uh, Kansas City, we talked about this offensive line. Like, Patrick Mahomes is trying to do way too much. Their offensive line is not playing well. They don't have a running game. So a lot of question marks with Kansas City. I think your surefire spot, if you really want to make some noise, is Green Bay. I'm with you 100%. They don't have a number two receiver that's better than Odell Beckham Jr. in talent. You've got Devontae Adams. And this kind of goes like what I said before. Go, go to a winning team. Go someplace where you can get some single coverage. You got Devontae Adams over here. You got to put the safety over the top to worry about him. Odell Beckham Jr., one on one coverage with Aaron Rodgers right there. Boom, I'll take that. Uh, Kansas City is also a good spot for him. You got Tyreek Hill. Got to have a safety over there. And you got Kelsey. So, yes, you can operate with single coverage. He needs to get some good tape. And when you're on a winning football team and you can help out, you got a shot. Look at what. Happened with Antonio Brown last year, going to Tampa Bay, getting with Tom Brady, a good quarterback. Guy ends up, you know, catching a touchdown pass, a part of a Super Bowl winning team. So if I'm Odell Beckham Jr., I go to Green Bay and then Kansas City second. Report I heard was that Green Bay said, "Oh yeah, we can have, you can come on in here for the minimum." I don't think money should be an issue for Odell Beckham Jr. at this point in time because Cleveland's got to pay you the whole money. They got to pay you your money. So take the take the deal. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have been in the NFC Championship game the last two years. He needs some good tape, and he needs to repair his reputation. I think Aaron Rodgers can help him do that. Yeah, as long as he's available. But uh, conversation for another day. Exactly. Conversation <laughs> for another day. That is our time. Mick Shots is coming your way at the bottom of the hour. Remember, tonight on CBS, 7 o'clock, check out Danny McRae on Survivor 41. Get your team Danny merchandise gear. Tell everybody social media handles where they can go ahead and get that hookup. Instagram. Danny McCray 40 Twitter at DannyDMac44. And you can check the website out, shopteamdannymerch.com. Nui Scruggs, we will talk to you tomorrow on the Players Lounge, which is brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?